We do have a KAUZ reporter on the line, Michael Grace, and I do want to pop him up. He's at a school that was heavily damaged by a tornado. So, uh, Michael, I'm going to pop you up here. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm in Jacksboro uh, Elementary School that got hit by a big tornado. This is the damage uh, that we're seeing. This is what was the gym less than 24 hours ago. The scariest part about this entire situation is that kids were still inside. Uh, what I've been told uh, from officials and the people I've talked to, they are really considering this a miracle that no one was injured, um, no one was killed. And that's just the word that's continuing to be thrown around is miracle. A very eerie sight when we rolled up this morning, you're kind of seeing cars absolutely completely overflipped. Uh, all the contents still inside another car right there. Um, and let's take you over to the side of the building to give you a better view of some of this damage. Obviously the insulation is everywhere. We've gotten reports that there were 60 to 80 houses that were completely damaged. I just talked to a 90 year old woman who actually staked out in her home inside the shower. Uh, her home is completely destroyed. And again, she is just in awe that she was not taken away with this storm. Other reports are saying that some of this debris is stretching two miles outside of the Jacksboro city limits. Um, but today is really just all about cleanup. Obviously you see over here in this neighborhood, uh, back there is where that 90 year old woman I was talking about, but take a look at just the scene here of the playground. I mean, this metal is what's coming off of the, the building right there. It's folded up like it's wet cardboard. I've never seen anything like this. The insulation everywhere. It stretches on for miles and miles, it seems. And this is where I was just at uh, the home of Francis Wilson. Again, a 90-year-old woman riding out the storm in her shower. And if you can get a closer look, that's actually what was once her living room there. And she told me she's refusing to stay. I don't know if you can see it. She's actually up with a broom helping these volunteers out. So a scary situation in Jacksboro, but really the silver lining of this is this community is so resilient. I mean, you really think that some of these people would be down, but that's really not the case. And uh, we're going to continue following the situation. No reports of any deaths, like I said, no injuries, no major injuries, but a lot of cleanup to go here in Jacksboro. And Michael, one of the first things you said really struck me that the students were in the building at the time. Um, I see on your web story that around 400 students were in that school. So where did they write out the storm and have you had a chance to speak with the superintendent or any teachers who were actually experiencing the storm from inside that school? Now, let me see if I can get over here. I actually spoke to the principal of this elementary school, as well as an 11-year-old student named Kennedy. She's in fourth grade. And uh, what basically happened is with these elementary school students, they didn't want to freak them out too much. They just basically told them, well, hey, this is just a strong gust of wind. Don't worry about it too much. But eventually, these kids figured out what was going on. They said it was just a really loud breeze. It, it came and it went. Um, and they were evacuated. So the first thing that those kids were seeing was that playground. Um, they were right on this side of the building um, when they were being evacuated. They didn't actually see that scene of the gymnasium until this morning. 
Uh, another thing I should mention is the principal of the school did say they had actually planned on doing a tornado drill the day. I mean, out of just sheer, you know, coincidence, the entire staff of the school just gone through the procedure of what to do in case of a tornado. And lo and behold, a tornado of this magnitude hits. So that's another reason why uh, so many of these kids, hundreds of kids, were able to make it out with absolutely no injuries. Uh, it's just it's just incredible when you see some of these scenes. That a, a sheriff I talked to earlier this morning, he was uh, one of the first people on the scene, and not knowing about what's going on inside, he said that you know his heart just. Uh, when something bad happens, and he was just shocked uh, again to see that none of the uh, none of the injuries. So this is actually where uh, most of these students were. Hey, Michael, uh, Chief Meteorologist Clay Osterley here for Local News Live. Uh, obviously, cleanup going on today, and just kind of assessment and everything. Have you spoken with any officials from the National Weather Service office uh, that's kind of close by about what they think on the rating of this possible tornado? I haven't spoken with anyone, but, you know, just with some of the residents and, that I've talked to, I, I've heard F3, maybe F4, but, again, I can't confirm, uh, can't confirm anything about that. I've not talked to anyone from the National Weather Service, just mainly officials in the city, as well as students, the principal, and then residents uh, in the neighborhood. Um, and I'm not sure how much time I have left into the block next to the, the school uh, because that really showcases some serious Yeah, and you have as much time as you want. That's the beauty of streaming. And looking at those images, it's just really incredible. And I'm sure those students were shocked when they, and teachers and the superintendent were shocked when they went back and saw all of that damage. Um, were you able to go inside the school and see what it looks like? We're not permitted in the school right now. Uh, as you can see, a lot of these metal scrappings are stuck to trees or stuck to any parts. So uh, it's not really safe to go inside the building. Um, but I did go inside some of these homes. And <clears throat> it's, just, it's just bizarre because some, of, some parts of the home are, you know, completely intact. And then other parts, like, Miss Miss Wilson's living room, it's just it's completely gone. And she said that she, you know, she doesn't want to leave. She's she's been in this house for 30 years and she plans on staying in that living room as volunteers work around her. Another thing I should add is uh Kennedy, the fourth grader I was talking about, she is about to have her birthday in two months. And most kids her age, you know, worry about what they want for their birthday, what they're gonna do with their friends on their birthday. Her only wish was to just see this community get peace back together. You know, she said that she doesn't feel her age after what happened. We'll, we'll go up here inside the home. Now, is this Miss Wilson's home that this you're talking is, about? Uh, this is, yes, Francis Wilson's house. Wow. Miss Wilson, Francis, how are we doing? I'm you know, fantastic. And you're always in good spirits, obviously. So I'm just showing them the, the shower that you you were staked out in. So 
So that was Francis, who we were speaking to, the 90-year-old woman. She was in the shower uh, with her dog. Um, and she told me, you know, she's sitting down here. She all of a sudden felt the rain, felt something wet. She wasn't sure what it was. And then she looked up and obviously you could tell that that's what it was right there. The entire roof uh, of her home in this section just completely ripped off and a lot of cleanup still to be done. Wow, that is just surreal looking at the damage of that tornado there. And I can only imagine what she was feeling while she was riding through the tornado in her shower. It, it just, it looks so terrible. Uh, how are you feeling looking at all of this damage and speaking firsthand with everyone who experienced this just yesterday? You know, seeing the photos before I got out here, I think like any human, you just get that gas, you get that similar sick feeling to the sheriff. Um, but I'll tell you, talking to some of these Jacksboro residents, I've never seen a community this resilient. I mean, even some of them are, are cracking jokes about how, you know, for instance, I, I talked to the man Robbie right over there, and he always jokes about how his neighbor is never able to grow green grass because he had this tree right there. But lo and behold, now the tree's no longer there. So they're joking around about how he'll be able to have green grass because there's no tree blocking that sunlight. So it's just little moments like that uh, that just kind of take you back and, and you say, wow. And, and you'd never expect to see so many smiles in such a devastating landscape um so uh, it, it really has lifted my spirits and uh it, it's made me proud to to call north texas and to, and to call texoma my home for, for the last year and a half and michael we have a national audience watching and for people who don't really know where jacksboro is you'd mentioned north texas uh can you kind of give a, a brief locator in terms of where you are in relation to maybe some other big cities that people outside of Texas may recognize. Yeah, it's it's a little bit, uh, about two hours north of, of Dallas. Oh, excuse me, hold on, I think I lost you there. Yeah, I think we did lose your video, but uh, we still hear you loud and clear. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, two hours, an hour and a half northwest of, of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, so, you know, this is, these are all very tight knit communities. Uh, just to give you another example, I mean, the state representative here, David Spiller, you know, I gave him a call in the morning, just a phone call away. So it's that tight knit community where everybody knows everybody, everybody answers their phone right away and kind of has their hands uh, on everything. And so he was even out and about volunteering. You know, he had his, his son's house that was, was damaged as well. Um, so, you know, everyone from the, the smallest jobs to the largest jobs, such as the state representative, are out here and they're feeling the pain. But again, they, they're rallying around this, this community, and it, it's, it's so incredible to see. Well, it certainly sounds like you're right about how resilient that community is. And I know you had mentioned that little girl and, and the way this has impacted her and that really tugs on my heartstrings for sure. Is there anything else you want to tell us about what you've been learning in that community today and what people may possibly see from your coverage later this evening? You know what, we're, we're just hoping uh, that, that people see some of these stories of uh, Miss Wilson and, 
and, and young Kennedy um, and, and, and pitch in however they can. I, I assume that there's going to be a lot of GoFundMe set up. They do have a, uh, a small rec center that they've somewhat converted into a, an evacuee or refugee center for people who may have lost their phones and they are asking for supplies. All right, and it looks like we may be losing your picture there. And actually, I think we may have we may have lost him. I think we did. Well, we would like to thank uh, Michael Grace there for joining us here on Local News Live. Unfortunately, we lost his signal, but I did want to show you this view here of that school that we were just telling you about. This is Jacksboro ISD's campus, and we now know that at least one tornado moved through the Jacksboro area and damaged buildings, including Jacksboro Elementary and high school campuses. We also saw a firsthand look, thanks to Michael Grace from KAUZ, about some homes that were also damaged in the area. And we heard about uh, some of the resiliency that he's discovering, speaking with the community members there, as well as school leaders. And I did also want to remind you that, let me, let's pop up that picture again briefly, that uh, at the time of this tornado, there were 400 students in the elementary school storm shelter, and there were also 50 students and staff sheltering in the high school. There were parents in the drop-off line that had to go into the school to shelter in place, and thank goodness not a soul was hurt or injured. No staff members, parents, or students. That's according to Superintendent Brad Burnett. And again, we thank uh, Michael Grace for joining us here on Local News Live, giving us a firsthand look at what they were able to uh, see and speak to. So if you want to learn more about his story and see those comments from Miss uh, Wilson, who you just saw and heard from, who had wrote out that tornado in a shower, you can go to newschannel6now.com. That's our station in Wichita Falls, Texas.